Barancourt's radio network is now available on Anchor.fm. You can subscribe to our podcast either through Anchor or one of its many affiliates, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, enough of the bullshit. Here's the podcast. Friday edition of the Gore Corner. Only on RottenCourseRadio.com, Anchor.fm, and wherever you can find our podcast. Give us a subscribe, like, do whatever you can. Help support the corpse. Keep in mind, if we are doing this absolutely for free, for the love of horror and science fiction pro wrestling. And today's episode, I'm kind of... We're kind of doing something just a little different today. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about... um, We're going to talk about episodes in a series, but I'm not going to be doing a full series review or season review for anything specific from this series. And, of course, I am talking about the sci-fi horror crossover, Black Mirror. And we do have a a similar episode up this week. Uh, We did... We actually did a review for the YouTube series White Space, uh, which is also a sci-fi horror. Not quite like Black Mirror. Of course, Black Mirror is more based, is more rooted in, in like, I mean, both shows are actually very rooted in technology, but one show specifically is more like The Twilight Zone, where the other one is more of a supernatural uh, show. But definitely give both a list, or both a watch. Of course, Black Mirror is available on Netflix, and... They are working on bringing out a fifth season, or at least there's rumors of the fifth season. Don't really know what's going into that, because I haven't been checking my news feed. Uh, White Space episodes 1 to 4 are available on their YouTube page. It's uh, White Space, W-I-G-H-T, Space, YouTube series. and Give that a subscribe. Uh, go ahead and check them out. Uh, they're doing all they can there in the land of Canada, and... I, you know, it's got a lot of promise for, you know, for being a low-budget show, and I'm really happy to see them kind of doing something with it and, you know, just making it their own, you know, doing what they can to get themselves out there and get themselves noticed. Um, we always love and support independent projects, and, you know, we don't try to shit all over thing like everybody else, but we were brutally honest in our reviews, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt because there are more episodes to come, and they keep getting better every time you watch them, so... There is always that. And now, on to, on to Black Mirror. Now, we went from white space to Black Mirror. So, um, I don't know how these like really correlate with each other. They could. I don't know. We're not going to really get into that. But, I will get into my favorite episodes from seasons one to season four. And there's not really a whole lot. I'm not, I'm not going to like go into, like, you know, 20 episodes. Oh, these were all good. Every episode was fucking great, but there's only a specific number that I would consider my favorites. And just getting into the, you know, getting into the whole crux of the series, you know, like, there's just so much that goes into it. And I'm going to go into my favorite episodes. Uh, The first being from 
season one, episode two. It's called 15 Million Merits. And basically it's about this uh, young, young man who is kind of... He's kind of into some, you know, I, you, can, you want to think that he's more into the simplicity of life. You know, he's not really, he's not trying to go anywhere. He's not trying to be famous on this hot shot show. He's not trying to do anything particular like that. He's just kind of going along with it. He's just surviving and just kind of, you know, never thinking of himself as being this person that's going to do anything great and brilliant with himself. He's just kind of complacent with being, norm, you know, being in the norm. Until he ends up meeting this attractive woman who has aspirations and dreams well beyond his and of course he gives her the merits to get on and try to make something of herself on the show unfortunately for her in twilight zone fashion she ends up getting hooked out as a porn star because there's really only two things you can be in this world an entertainer or a porn star now who's to say a porn's not entertaining i actually find that brutally offensive in this episode but I also want to say that maybe by this time in the future, you know, they don't really have much of a use for porn. They don't really, you know, they don't showcase it in any way, shape, or form. They don't, you know, they don't try to, they don't try to glamorize it. Maybe at that point, you know, porn's just tawdry entertainment and they're just kind of making that, making that, um, you know, not something everybody wants to do. But they show it all day. It, they show it all day. The Raid Station shows it all day. Why wouldn't... Why don't people want porn? I don't know. Anyway, uh, moving on to the next... My next favorite episode in the series. I don't know if this is yours or mine. Maybe it's yours and mine. Who the frick knows? And I will say the episode. Uh, Be Right Back is probably one of my personal favorites of the entire series. Now, I'll explain why. So... There are many episodes in this series that deal with kind of like this digital self, you know, like being able to move on in the digital space, kind of putting your your memories, your your digital likeness, your your consciousness, your 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 mental state, you know, who you are inside out there as a, you know, kind of like a it's it's kind of like a weird representation of you, you know. It's not it's not you, but it's not not you, you know. It was it's it's artificial, it's artificial, but it feels so much like you. And you know, we've dealt with this, you know, subject matter in other movies and other TV shows. Of course, there've been movies where they've talked about this. Uh, we've we've actually discussed this on a couple episodes back of the Sci Files. I uh, go back and listen to that episode, and. It's actually called tech support. So <laughs> um, it was a good, ep but uh, I'll have to say that this subject isn't really too. It's it's kind of out there, but you know, for a lot of people, it's going to be super offensive. Of course, to the religious right or anybody who has any you know strong ties to to you know to religion, you're going to look at this as being wrong. It's like no, it, it can't take the place of a soul. It can't take the place of this and that. But what if our idea of what the soul is isn't really what it, you know we think it is, and that's kind of why I like this episode. It stars uh, Donald Gleason, and uh, basically it's about a couple uh, where the um, the young man in the couple Ash actually dies. Um, 
He's he's basically killed, and his family has this like weird history of just dying. And he points that he points out how weird and crazy it is in the beginning, uh, but you know we soon uh, you know get to see Martha's uh, take on you know how she's dealing with the death, how she's trying to move on. She finds out she's pregnant, um, and then like somebody forces this thing on her at the funeral, like where. You know, you can keep kind of seeing this guy. You can keep kind of seeing your loved ones after, well after they died, and it's, you know, basically it's like this online program that you just subscribe to, and it takes everything represented from, you know, uh, from your loved one's life, everything ever expressed on the internet, likes, dislikes, conversations, all that stuff, and it compiles it and creates an AI composite so that you can talk back with it. It's kind of like that weird AI, um, that AI app that you can just text back and forth and say fucked up shit to. It kind of reminded me of that, and and of course, it later manifests itself into a physical form that looks just like her husband, and it does get to a point where she can no longer bear to see it. And I was kind of taken by this in so many ways, mainly because what if something like this happens? What if something like this ex exists? You know, are you going to really be able to put all your faith into something this horrific, something this, you know, it doesn't seem like this is going to be you. You know, once you die, you're dead. And is this really going to be the last thing people remember? You know, is this the lasting memory and the lasting thing you're going to leave your loved ones behind with? And to me, it's kind of a neat idea, but it's also kind of weird and crazy at the same time and that actually brings me to my next episode which is from season three and to me this was a really interesting episode it's very much like it's very much like you know what you would want it to be it's and now this episode's called uh uh, Jan or San uh, Junipero, and uh, I like this episode because first off, it's the sweetest episode in the whole series. It's it's literally the only episode in the whole series that doesn't have this brutal crash landing ending that just makes you feel like oh, we should never trust technology. It's really just about two people. Two complete strangers who meet each other in kind of this weird virtual world. They don't know each other. They don't hardly know anything about each other. Other than the fact that you want to assume that they know, you know, that maybe they're not who they say they are or who they are in real life. And, you know, they're keeping secrets from each other and, you know, not saying certain things about each other. I kind of like the idea in this that this is basically for elderly people who are ready to pass on. And what they mean by pass on or pass over is to pass over to the digital world, you know, to allow your conscious consciousness to be recorded and put into this digital space. And it's weird because there are a lot of episodes. Now, I watched the whole series backwards. Um, I spent the last few days just re-watching the entire series uh, from, from back to front. And... To me, it was it was it's kind of weird because they they use this device, this little chip that they kind of put in your temple. They use this device several times throughout the series, um, but the but the technology gets better and better every time they use it. So 
and I kind of think that this in this episode, you know, this is kind of like the most ki the kinder thing you can kind of do is to kind of pass over, you know, and allow your digital self to just kind of carry on without you, you know. And he, your digital self doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know it's not you. It believes it's you. They even showed this in um, the previous season, in season two, um, with, uh, I think it was the episode, um, The Waldo Experiment. And it's the creepiest episode, I think. Um, because this guy has basically created something, you know, in this digital space where he can basically have, you know, he can re-execute your character, you know, like, like serial killers over and over and over again for money. And, you know, and of course there's, you know, they don't have any moral objection to this because it's not the real person. It's just that digital imprint of themselves, but, and, you know, manifested into a hologram that you can real life torture, but it's, it, 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 it's the, these weird twisted senses of morality that people have that convince themselves that stuff like that would be okay, you know? But who's to say that this digital manifestation of yourself isn't really you, you know? And I think that's probably what we'll, we'll see stuff, something like that in the later future. Who knows? I mean, shows like this exist only to kind of show you the possibilities that we haven't thought of yet. Or at least haven't put it on the paper yet or put it on the screen or, you know, made a reality. But anyway, um, another, uh, another episode, and it's actually from this season that I really, really liked, um, was the game or, or was the episode playtest where basically it's like about this guy who just kind of skips out in his life and he's kind of hanging out in britain you know <laughs> not doing shit but he can't get out he can't get back he didn't have any money so he was the stupid idiot who decided not to buy a round trip pass and <laughs> And so he's kind of paying for that, but he kind of sees an easy out with uh, this game test thing. And he's testing what can possibly be the most prolific and intense and realistic experience in a horror survival game. And it's super crazy that in all the iterations that you see this guy go through of all these like different torturous and mentally you know, stressful and fucked up situations that he's only living it for like a split second. And the dat the data collected about him and regurgitated back into the game, you know, through this implant or through that device implant that gets put on his neck, all of that together was enough to get processed to this guy's brain in just a matter of a second and just blew his fucking mind and to the point where he dies and this is the kind of twilight zoney kind of thing i love seeing in the show and um it's one of the main reasons why i like the show so much <laughs> um let's see next episode on my list is actually from season four actually a lot of my favorite episodes are from season four including this one, um, which is the USS Callister. And 
the USS Callister episode is basically the Star Trek episode that they did win an, uh, they won an award for. I think they won an, an Emmy or, uh, um, or whatever the uh, television version of the Oscars. I think it's the Emmy. Uh, they actually won that for this show and or for this episode. And I thought this episode was great. It kind of it had that weird, you know, we're trapping their their likenesses it's a lot like the waldo experiment episode where you know they're trapping their likenesses in this other world and these then they basically are trying to fight to get out because they're being tortured by this guy who just he can't he can't process and deal with the shit in the real world he has to take it out on 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 copies like like ai copies of these people's you know of these people and it's it's a little fucked up to me, but all at the same time, it's also a fun episode, and um, you do kind of, I, like, I, I got into it pretty pretty good, and of, of course, the Star Trek-y kind of stuff that they throw out there is hilarious to me, so um, kudos for them making this really, really weird fucking episode, and then the episode Crocodile, which is episode three of season five. Uh, Crocodile is basically about um, is about this uh, this young couple who end up uh, killing somebody on their on their drive through. Uh, they end up running them over. They um, it's one of, it's only the guy's plan to to toss them into or to toss this victim into like the you know into the ocean. And hopefully nobody finds out about it. And years later, it gets kind of uncovered and. <clears throat> Of course dude's freaking out and he doesn't know what to do and of course she's kind of moved on to kind of be her own you know big wig person in the real world and it's a fun episode to me all around it's also probably one of the more sinister and sick episodes um she kind of goes batshit crazy and tries to cover her tracks by literally killing everybody including a baby uh which she didn't even know was blind and they end up taking uh i think they take the the uh visual imprint from like a hamster and that's how they end up catching her. <laughs> but it's it's pretty it's pretty brutal for the most part and all the weird stuff that goes in you know that the, the technology they're showing off in this episode you know basically the insurance agent who's going from person to person trying to repiece the story of this guy getting hit by a pizza truck and it's pretty it's pretty outrageous to say the least and it all leads up to this uncovering the gruesome details of this woman who murdered people and she just goes on a killing spree killing everybody uh, from the insurance um person to her family and kind of you know, i mean even kills her you know her former friend and it's it's a pretty brutal episode definitely one of my favorites overall um so if you haven't gotten back and checked out any of this season go ahead and do that now um i i I mean, I gave it a good three days. I, I got through the whole season and through the whole series in three days. There's only like, there's between like three and six episodes a season. You know, it's not really too hard to get through. So, um, anyway, uh, follow us on social media at Facebook um, and Twitter at Rotten Corpse ENT and Rotten Corpse Radio. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on Patreon. Uh, if you become a donator, you can actually get access to all of our archive um, audio, including archives of our 
past interviews and most current interviews um, as they've been taken off of our main page on anchor.fm forward slash Ron Corpse Radio. And with that note, or with that being said, I will see you all later and have a fantastic week. This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.